Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Inner Bloom Podcast. I am Alexa. Ooh, I am Ambrosia. Are we doing funny voices? <laughs> I love it. Welcome to the Halloween episode. <laughs> We're getting close in to July. Halloween, actually. I see people like starting to like put decorate. That's so weird, but like seriously, when I was out in farm country, they were already putting Halloween stuff up. You want to hear something even worse? Yeah. On my mantle, I used to be so good at about it, and now I just don't care. On my mantle, I have Easter and Halloween. Still, uh, at the same time. We are. At the same time, because I didn't take my Easter stuff down. And yesterday, my girlfriend and I went to TJ Maxx. And I may have had, like, two armfuls of Halloween decorations. And instead of taking the Easter stuff down, I just put the Halloween decorations down. Yeah. So that all you have to do is just take the Halloween decorations down and it's Easter again. Exactly. Thank you. You get it. Jeez. We're just working in layers here. Yeah. It's Halloween or Easter. That's it. The only two holidays. (laughs) Well, um, wait, aren't you doing an an event or something for Halloween? I am, actually. I'm going to the house to see if I could do an event there on Thursday. So I will keep everybody updated on where the event will be. It might be in a haunted house. That would, like an actual haunted house. That would be awesome. That would be super cool. We'll see. Super cool. I haven't even thought about Halloween because, like, I'm going to – if I do something for Halloween, I'll have to do something that's cute with, like, a newborn baby. You know what I mean? Oh like, God. I bought your baby an outfit for Halloween. You did? You don't have to – you don't have to put him in it. No, I definitely will. And it's not a costume. Pictures. It just says mom's little pumpkin. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Thank you. He's yeah. definitely going to take a picture in it for sure. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's weird. A, a lot of pe- it's so funny because like there's a lot of people that, well, I'm definitely like the person that gets sad when summer ends. But there's yeah, so many too. people that are obsessed with fall. They're like, but yeah. fall though. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. For fall, gross. <laughs> yeah, yesterday when I went to TJ Maxx, I went a little overboard with baby stuff. And when oh. I came home, my kids were like, "So you bought the baby stuff, but not us?" <laughs> not- and I was like, "Easy killer." Aww. Calm down, nice. okay? You're so sweet. There's no more babies in my life. You also got you also got um I haven't thanked you for this yet, but you also got one of the coolest items on the registry. Did you get it? According to well, we didn't I don't know if we got it yet. We have so many boxes here, but I saw that you got that and I told Jad and he was like, Did you tell her that that was the one I wanted the most? I was like, No, I didn't even. <laughs> 
And he was like, oh, well, oh, she picked you. He right. wanted that the most. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that so, makes me happy. So thank you. You're um, welcome. But anyway, um, man, how was your weekend? We both went away for the weekend. We did. My weekend was great. I feel really refreshed and charged and I'm yelling at everybody and kicking ass. Um, <laughs> it was my kids. It was, it was great. We went to somewhere in Virginia. I don't, Northern Virginia, um, to a, uh, like an all-inclusive resort. And it was really nice. It was lovely. We went on a dinner cruise. We went kayaking at one point. Um, what else? We saw jellyfish, lots of jellyfish, crabs. Ooh. Um, yeah, I didn't go in the water. Yeah, no. Um, but <laughs> it was really nice. We had a really good time. Oh, we went bicycling on a little bike ride. Sounds very active. I love it. It was very active. It was. I realized how out of shape I am because I was out of breath. And then Mo, my girlfriend, was like, are you out of breath? And I'm like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> It's a good feeling though when you were like being pushed, you know, in a new yeah. way. Yeah, that's awesome. How's your weekend? It was it was similar. It was so good. It was out in the sunshine in Rhode Island um, at this place we go, our friends, family's place, and um, it was. It's definitely the last. Like I know I've said this on the podcast a lot of times. Like, oh, this will be the last trip, or this will be. This was like the last, last, the last trip last. anywhere because I'm. I'm less than six weeks away now, which is so freaking insane. That is insane. exciting stuff. It's insane. I, I actually can't believe it. Like, I'm actually starting to, like, freak out a little bit. Um, and I'm also Makes excited. Sense. But, yeah, so – and also my pregnancies, like, things are just getting out of hand, like, uh, pun intended or not intended. But, like, I developed carpal tunnel this week, um, mm. and it is so painful, and it is so annoying, and I'm just like, what the hell? Um but, and yeah, I was a little grumpy last week, a couple days, but um, overall still a pretty smooth pregnancy, just getting so much bigger. And um, yeah, so it was our last little getaway and it was really nice and I'm really glad we took it. And uh, yeah, now we just, now we just wait. Now we just wait. Um, by the you way. have a baby shower coming up. Yes, that's true. We have some things, but it's, I'm not going anywhere for it. Um mm. By the way, Liz Magnolia said, wait, where is the registry? Because we mentioned it. So if anyone wants to know my registry, that's so sweet of you, and I will give it to you. But um, it has my address and stuff on it, so I'm not just going to, like, post it. So if you would like <laughs> to see my registry or you're so sweet and wanting to get something for my registry, just message me and I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. Um, Liz, I'll send it to you. And you're so sweet. Thank you. Um, okay. So anyway, by the way, everyone, please stay tuned till the end of this podcast today because we are announcing the winner of our Super Bloom giveaway, and we're going to pick the winner live on air at the end of this. Um, live. Live oh, on air, God. everybody. You don't want to miss it. You can tell <laughs> if you leave early. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Ambie, do you want to get into our topic for today? I do. So I wanted to talk about um, expectations and relationships. And I don't necessarily mean relationships in romantic relationships. I mean, any kind of relationship, like a parent child dynamic, a coworker, boss, employee dynamic, friend. I think that it's important to talk about the expectations that we have or the 
limited expectations that we have for people and how to release them. Because I feel like in, I feel like I have a list all of a sudden, but I feel like in the spiritual community, um, we often talk about boundaries and how we feel with one another and things like that. But we really don't talk about that expectation that we hold other people too, and then how to really allow people to do what they want to do and understand that we have no control over them. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm going to take a sip. For me, it was um, my mother and I, and I know she listens to the podcast I've learned and I love you, mom. Um, But my mom and I are in a bit of a rough patch right now. And we have always had a rocky relationship since I was very, very young. I went to my mother and told her I wanted a divorce. Who does that to their parent? Because I watched the movie North. You remember that? North? I think it was called like Raising North or something like that or Chasing North. I don't know. It was this little boy that like wanted to get emancipated from his parents, but he called it a divorce. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, that's the shit I need right there. Anyway, I digress. So I feel like the one of the reasons I've always felt that way is because I hold or I I still do. I hold my mom to a higher standard than maybe I should. Right. Um, And I think it's because when she's my mom, um, I see her potential. When you see someone's potential and they're not living to that potential, it can be really tricky. Um, But in my mind, she's she's an incredible person and she has so much potential to do so many fun, unique things and has done so many of those things too, that I don't understand different aspects of her personality or why she feels like she can't accomplish what she wants, why she feels like she's not attractive or not this enough or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And so my expectation for her is to be different, to act different towards me to accept things that she just can't accept. For example, um, me being a lesbian, can't accept it, doesn't want to accept it, um, and very homophobic. God bless her. God love her. And if you're listening and you're like, no, I'm not. I love you. We're going to agree to disagree on this. But that's that's what I'm talking about here. The expectation is that there's understanding and unconditional love And that's not what's happening. That's not the reality. The reality is met with fear and met with other people won't accept you for who you are. So I want to be the person that kind of lays that out for you and like protects you from the rest of the world. But in actuality, that's the person hurting me. So I could struggle and try to really change her and be very upset that she's not changing or I could let go of my expectations and say, maybe we just need to take a break and not speak to each other for a little bit. Cause those are my boundaries. That's what will feel best to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's honestly one of the hardest things about life is like expectations with other people mm-hmm. because it's so challenging to watch someone go down a path or make choices that you know isn't good for them or you know isn't like the from your perspective is not the quote right choice right Right. and then to also have the perspective of well but that's also their life experience and that's something that they're choosing to experience on some level and maybe that's actually why they're even in this body right now having this Mm -hmm. life is to have that life experience and it's so I think 
especially when you're someone like you and me or anyone in this community who I think puts so much energy and intention into like being the best version of themselves and making the quote best choices for themselves or the the right choices or growing or evolving or whatever. I got that. I, <laughs> how dare you. Um, <laughs> I think that's really, really challenging to watch other people who might not have that same interest, you know, or might not mm-hmm. just not be there. And because um, it's painful to watch sometimes. I know w- with myself and a particular family member in the past, it's been so painful to like watch them go down a path that I have no control over them going down and I know is not a good path, but like also realizing but this is their life. And like yeah. I also – we've talked about this in the podcast. I know for myself – I had to go down a similar path many years ago mm-hmm. to get on this path, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think the other thing is like, but that's the, that's the other thing is like, I don't know. It's like some people may never get on that path. Some people might just always just be doing what they're doing their whole life and that's their life experience they're going to have. And that is the hardest thing. Is like, and how do you love that person where they are? Like, mm-hmm. how do you love that person if you know, if you learn or if you realize that they're never going to be different than they are? It's, mm-hmm. it's, they're never. It's You're yeah. not loving them, expecting them to change. You're loving them just mm-hmm. for who they are. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's hard because, you know, you look at the situation with my mom and I, right? Mm -hmm. In her eyes, I'm setting myself up for heartache. I'm setting myself up for like really serious things. Like her, her mind is, Mm -hmm. and and this is not any fault to her. This is a fault to society and things like that. But in her mind, gay people have AIDS. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm setting in her mind, setting myself up for a sad life. And possibly death, right? Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm doing the opposite, right? And she's not accepting me for who I am. So both perspectives are right and both perspectives are wrong, right? Because we're assuming that we know how the other person feels and we're basing our actions on how that person may or may not feel, right? Mm-hmm. Um And it's interesting because like when you have a conversation, my mom and I is a good example, we'll be talking about it and we'll say we see each other's perspective, but we don't because we're not listening to each other. We're just waiting to talk and plead our side of the situation. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where a lot of people have this conflict with their partner, their parents, their coworkers, et cetera, because you're one expecting them to change and two, you're you're already guarded going into the situation. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a couple comments coming in on Facebook. Sure. Um, Ashley Mellon, who I was just talking to on TikTok. Hi, Ashley. Said, yes, I also think releasing expectations that others have put on you your whole life. Mm-hmm. I just found out I've been living with imposter syndrome my whole life due to expectations from others. And now I'm trying to figure out who I am. Yeah. And I think I think that's very, very common. Like I, I think a lot of people kind of unknowingly are a product of a lot of projections put on them. 
Right. Not necessarily, uh, um, like, bad meaning or ill-intentioned, right? It's just mm-hmm. that, like, you know, I mean, I'm thinking about this right now as, like, a soon-to-be mother. I'm like, okay, how do I <clears> – how do I – be a good mother and how do I nurture this being coming into the world without projecting what I want him to be, you know? I've even thought about this to the point of like, this might be, I've even thought like, should I, because I'm like, oh, he's going to be a Virgo, like I'm interested to check out his chart, like blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, maybe I shouldn't check out his chart. Like maybe I shouldn't get any preconceived notions of who he is And just experience him and, like, Mm -hmm. let him tell me who he is and leave his chart to him. You know what I mean? Like, like let that be a tool for him, not for me to be like, oh, okay, I just, I just ran the, read the rundown on who you are right now. You know what I mean? Because that, that means I'm going to project that. And that might not necessarily be what's transpiring exactly in the moment. And Mm -hmm. so... I think it's a very, very difficult thing, but I think it is something to constantly check in with ourselves about, about ourselves and who are we and what expectations have been placed on us that feel inauthentic to who we are that maybe we can start to leave behind. And then also what expectations are we putting on others that are coming from our own insecurities or our own hopes and dreams or our own, you know, um, I don't know, preconceived notions that aren't necessary, mm-hmm. you know? And well, I'm, oh, go ahead. No, sorry, go ahead. just one last thing. And, and that are actually uh, occluding, meaning like eclipsing the gifts of the essence of someone mm-hmm. um, or of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like I look at the relationship that I've had with my husband since the beginning of our relationship, which has been nine, ten years ago now. I, I can't even remember. Um, but also, like, throughout me starting this podcast and, like, my spiritual journey and all that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I definitely projected so much onto him. I saw him completely differently, like, four years ago than I see him now. And I think the reason why is because I let go of needing – certain things to be or him to be or me to be over time is let that go. And now I get to see things that I'm like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Or like, I love this about him. But I didn't see that before, you know? Yeah. I think that that's that's a big one with – that's a big one with people you care about, you know? And that's why I bring up the the parent-child dynamic. Because like I'm coming from the child dynamic of why don't you just accept me, right? But then I look at the dynamic between my oldest son and I, and he won't let me look at his chart, actually. He says it's a violation of his privacy. God yeah. God bless him. So I haven't looked at his chart. I've asked right. him several times. He doesn't want me to do it. So fine. I respect that boundary. He's laid that out very clearly. But I was talking to a while ago, I was talking to my friend Rick. If you're listening, Rick, I miss you. I would love you so much. Anyway, I was talking to my friend Rick and I was talking about Riley and I was like, I just want him to do X, Y, and Z because it'll make him happy. And Rick said, well, how do you know it'll make him happy? And I Mm -hmm. said, because it makes me happy. And he goes, (laughs) but you are different. You're a different person than he is. Mm -hmm. He said, and he said something that was along the lines of, 
happiness is a byproduct. It's not the goal. Hmm. And I was like, that's a good point because he goes, how long did it take you to get happy? And are you happy now? And I thought about it and I thought, yeah, it took me a long time to realize what makes me happy. And that's through the sadness. Right. Mm -hmm. And then am I happy now? It's like I go through phases of being happy and being unhappy, but that doesn't mean that it's a bad life. It's just a, a regular life, you know? Totally. So I think that the expectation is I know better because I've been through it, but in actuality, we're two different people. And in actuality, what you just said was, and I'm so guilty of this, I think a lot of people are, it's like I the concern with someone else close to you being happy and being like, well, I really wish you would do X, Y, and Z because then you would be happier, right? Our, our yeah. notion is the most codependent thing in the world because mm. it's like we're not even – like what Rick said, well, are you even happy, right? And it's like, I don't know, 50% of the time maybe like <laughs> on a good day, right? Yeah. So it's like we're – it's so interesting that like we're not even happy all the time yet we're so mm-hmm. concerned with our kids or our coworkers or our friends or our spouses being happy all the time yeah. and or, – or, or us thinking we know how they could be happier, you know? Yeah. If you just believed in spirituality, if you just believed what I believed in, you would be happier. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, and then I would be happier. And then I yeah. would be happier because yeah. you would be happier. Yeah. Yeah. That's not that's not always the case. But yeah. it's yeah. interesting. Totally. Actually, even last night I I um I I had this whole like exercise with myself because my husband and I we're driving home from Rhode Island. We had to stop in New York and drop our friend off. Then we had to go to my parents' house and pick up their dog. It was a very long day. It was a very long – and there was shore traffic and it was just like – it was long. And by the time it was all said and done, we got home at like 10. And I hadn't eaten and neither had he and we – I don't know. I don't think anyone likes to come home on a Sunday night late at night when you – Yeah. For us, Sunday is that like day where you get everything reset and you – start again, you know? So nothing is reset. Everything is everywhere. And he wasn't being talkative and he wasn't being like lovey and he wasn't, and neither was I though. Again, neither was I. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just moving around the apartment trying to get things together. So is he, but I caught, I caught myself being like, why aren't you showing me love right now? Like, why aren't you showing? And it's like, it's like, again, it had, it was that check of like, why aren't you like because you're doing something like it, yeah why do you need that right now why yeah why do you need that and it's like it was this very interesting feeling I haven't felt in a while where I was just like because I just want to I just want I want that feeling of that like I'm okay and that like I'm enough and that everything that no one's mad at me and I was like why would anyone even be mad at you to begin with where is this coming from right like yeah. So it was interesting to have the opportunity to talk myself down and realize that it was really all coming from me. Like, and when I say that, I mean, it goes back into the codependency kind of hypocrisy thing of like, why aren't you being lovey? I'm not being lovey. I don't have time to be lovey. I'm cooking dinner and I'm doing all these things. And, you know, I think that, um, I think that, codependency is one of the biggest, the more that I think about it, the more I think codependency is one of the biggest like, um, like catalysts for miscommunication and, um, arguments in a relationship because it's complete 
projection in order to resolve something that's really going on within you, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Liz said, expectations will get you every time, y'all. <laughs> um, oh, wait. Liz also said, I know this is off topic, but did y'all see my most recent post in the group? I went to the Colorado Rockies and got another selfie with the ARC-9. No. What? Send it. Liz, what is happening? Why are you, why Liz, are the ARC-9 taking all these selfies with you? I'm jealous. Liz, send it. I'm dying. I'm dying for another one. If you guys don't know, Liz, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, but Liz... Uh, was in Sedona a couple years ago mm-hmm. and literally got a picture with the Ark 9. Like, literally, there's a blue alien head in her picture. It is yeah. it's insane. It's insane. Check it out. Where? 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 Oh, in the Facebook group. Okay. We'll look. We'll look afterwards. Um, That's in our bloomers, in case you guys are wondering what Facebook group we're talking about. Indeed. Indeed. <coughs> so, anyway... I guess the question is, what can we do to release these expectations? Like, what is the way to have healthier relationships dynamics? I mean, like learning that, you know, codependent traits, right? I think that's a big thing. If you're not okay, then I'm not okay, et cetera. Mm -hmm. I also think understanding that when you're talking about, I just need this person to change, What you're really saying is I need them to show up differently so I can feel happy. And that's not going to happen because you can't control people. Mm -hmm. So it's really about how you can show up. The quote that I love the most that I saw on TikTok was, I don't get to decide how someone loves me. I get to see how they love me and decide if I want to participate. And that's true for any dynamic. I guess the only, well, I mean, I guess the only dynamic I I feel like for that situation, you could tell someone when you do this, it doesn't make me feel good, but that's really like setting a boundary. And again, that depends on their reaction. So like I've said that to someone, when you do X, Y, and Z, it hurts my feelings. And it was met with, well, everything hurts your feelings. Okay. Well, now I see that response and I'm deciding not to participate in this relationship any longer. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that's also a boundary. If we have boundaries in place, it will naturally lower or relieve our expectations of how the other person shows up because they either honor our boundaries or don't honor our boundaries. And then we have to make a choice from there. Mm. Yeah. What's your two cents? What's your two cents on how release expectations? Well, first of all, Liz said um, expectations equal limitations. And I agree with that. I think that's a really uh, simple and easy way to say it is like Mm -hmm. it's you're putting a blueprint on something that might not be that way. It might be even there might be so much more to be seen and discovered from that than you could ever conceive. Um, So. That's that. Um, How in order to release, like how to have better um, relationship dynamics. I think it really comes down to working on yourself, just like I was just saying about like being aware of what my thoughts were. Like, why aren't you giving me love? And then being like, okay, well, why does he need to give you love? What You're not giving love. Like, no one's calling you out. You're just living your life. Like, what's wrong, you know? Mm -hmm. Why do you need that right now? What's going on that you need this assurance? And just even having that conversation with myself was really powerful because I could see the thought process 
trying to come up and be needy, you know, and mm-hmm. be codependent and be like, why aren't you giving to me? I'm in lack right now. It's like, no, you're not. You're not. You're not. You're fine. Everything's great. Like, but you're insisting on that for some reason. And so I really think it's about doing that work. And that leads into what you're talking about with what are what are my boundaries and what is important to me and how do I want the people in my life to show up for me? Mm-hmm. Um Elizabeth Friedrich House. Oh, wait. Oh, hold on a second. Caroline. Oh, my God. Caroline Benavides says, I also think expectations is a form of protection for folks that didn't feel safe as a child or adult, so they put it on others as a need. Expectations is a need for self, I think, at times. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. I really would. I agree. Um... Elizabeth Friedrich House says, the more self-awareness you have, the more you'll be able to maintain boundaries in your relationships across the board. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think without that self, I was just telling someone this on TikTok Live today. I was like, if you if you are not conscious or tuned mm-hmm. into yourself, your boundaries are going to be really bad and you're going to know you have bad boundaries and you're going to avoid people like the plague because you're going to be mm-hmm. like, oh, and you're not going to understand why, but you're going to be like, but I, I don't I don't want to even start this conversation because I'm just going to let them walk all over me type of thing. Um, Nella said, I think expectations are just another form of our ego. Yeah, sure. Sure. When I think of expectations, I think of like, I'm sorry, dad, I'm calling you out, but I think of sometimes my dad, he he has these expectations of my mom that like are very specific to him and are very specific to, I feel like, like his inner child, you know, because they'll come out in these like ways that just seem kind of, I don't know, a little bit amplified for the situation. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like a child being like, but you didn't give me this or like, I don't like when you say that to me or like it, it sounds like a kid being like, but you're you're not doing X. I want you to do this and you're not doing it type of thing. Right. Right. And um, and so I definitely think, you know, I don't know, the the less awareness you have about why it's happening, the more kind of the outbursts will happen or the projections will happen, which again is what I'm saying is leads to a lot of the miscommunications and a lot of the fights. Uh, oftentimes in relationships, when you get into those fights where you're like, how did this even start, right? Like, yeah. where did this come from? Yeah. <laughs> it's like those, those types of things. So um, I guess the moral of the story is – This is why it's very important to do your own work um, and become self-aware in terms of what your triggers are, what your traumas are, what your needs are, what what you would like, you know, in your relationships, how you would like them to go. Because the more you know that, the more you can communicate that, then the more you can get that, whatever like Mm -hmm. the the real need is. Um, And when triggers come up, you can kind of be aware that, oh, this is just one of my triggers again. It's all good. Doesn't mean the other person's doing anything to me. Um, or maybe maybe there is something that I need to set a boundary with, like yeah. you said with your mom. I think that's really important too. And I don't think that necessarily the ego is bad. I think the ego is a protective tool to keep you safe. Totally. So something to think about. All right. Well, should we uh, announce our winner of our Patreon giveaway for our Super Bloom course 
community and membership. We absolutely should. Okay. Everybody ready? Drum roll, please. <laughs> wait, wait. Before before we announce the winner of this, let's just briefly describe what Super Bloom is once again. Yes. Just for people who don't know. So Super Bloom is our intuitive development course. If um, you're not crazy, you're intuitive. Mm-hmm. Which also comes with coaching uh, every week for six months. Um, Ambie just did coaching for some of our members today. She was mm-hmm. saying it went really well. Um, and uh, intuitive practice and community, which is so important right now and so important to your intuitive development. And basically, we designed this. We created this course and this community and this membership for you guys, for our community, because we know that this is something that is really, really important, whether you guys fully um, are tuned into that yet or not. We know that at some point it will be for you because Intuitive development is not just about the woo-woo stuff. It can be. It can be really fun. It can be really woo-woo. It can be really great to amplify your mediumship and your psychic abilities and all that. That's so great. And that is a part of this. But intuition is not just that. Intuition is, you know, knowing uh, knowing that you should leave your job or stay, right? Mm-hmm. No. Leave your relationship or stay. Yes. Intuition is intuition is what is needed right now in order for you to feel safe and speaking up about whatever it is that matters to you in the world, mm-hmm. right? And we need that so badly. We need empowerment so badly. So we're very passionate about this. And anyway, this month, if you are one of our patrons at any level, you are entered in a giveaway to receive a free Super Blue membership. So it's a six-month membership. And we are going to select the winner right now. So what I have done is we have 115 patrons. So I've put in the random number generator one to 115. And we're going to generate the number and then see who shows up. Are we ready? Ready. Okay. The number is 101. Okay. I love that number. So hold on, everybody. Hold on. This should actually be really easy for me to figure out because it shows in groups of 50 on the page. Okay. So the winner of the Super Blue Membership is Deborah Mason. <laughs> You're so good, Ambie, with your air horn. I love it. I got one sound. I have one sound <laughs> that I get to make. Deborah Mason. Wait, is this was this one of your clients, Deborah? Deborah Mason? Yeah. Um, I, I've definitely talked to Deborah before. Okay. Okay, well, Deborah Mason, you are the winner of the Super Blue membership. Um, we will reach Yay! out to you. We will uh, add you to our private Facebook group. We will connect you with the course material, and we will uh, get you on the invite for all of our Zoom coaching every week on Mondays. Um, welcome. We are so thankful that you are a patron. Uh, we are so thankful that all of you are patrons Um, truly it just, you don't know how much it helps us and you don't know how much we love, um, creating content with all of you every month. And speaking of that, just a reminder that it is a new month now. It is August. And so once again, we're going to ask you what celebrity spirits you want us to talk to? What, uh, what issue do you want us to intuitively investigate? Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, all that's going to be on Patreon. So keep an eye out. And be anything else we should. Oh, and if you want to sign up for Super Bloom and you didn't, you aren't Deborah, um, 
make sure you go to our website. Superbloom is at the top of the website. It's called uh, innerbloompodcast.com. And through, throughout August, we are um, donating 10% of anyone who signs up for Superbloom. We are donating that to um, a organization called Sister Song, which um, fights for reproductive rights of um, indigenous and uh, BIPOC women, women of color. Mm-hmm. Women of color reproductive rights so it's a way to do something for the cause and what's going on right now and also a way to empower yourself at the same time so keep that in mind absolutely um i would like to say so um if you're experiencing like a loss a divorce a breakup or you know you've lost someone that you you've cared about through death and you want a coach or you want to work with somebody on that i'm accepting one more client for uh the fall season um and i have one more spot left in my vip offerings um very excited about it because um, the next VIP session I'm doing actually is this coming weekend. We are doing a grounding earth ceremony with one of my beautiful friends. Um, and we're going to play in clay and do the whole, do that, get messy, do the whole thing and do a flower ceremony. And then also a different friend, uh, is doing Reiki in a salt cave. We're going to go on a boat tour and go, uh, dolphin watching, um, there's a lot of fun activities we're doing. So if you're interested in that, private message me and let me know. We could chat about it. That's awesome. I didn't know you could watch dolphins in Virginia Beach. You sure can. You can also oh watch God. whales in the wintertime. I'm obsessed with dolphins. I need I to do that. I'm really excited. That is awesome. So everybody, um, make sure you, uh, yeah, get in on that. If that's something you're interested in, one spot left. And um, we love you. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Podcast.